Welcome back to Burden, a muddy spot under the boot of the Gohomian army. If you have a sword, you best know when to draw it. If you have money, you've probably left. And if there's someone you trust in this forgotten place, you hold on to them. We're all just trying to make it here, and maybe we ain't looking too close about what you gotta do to be good in a place like Burden. Take off your headphones for one second. I want to tell Dom something that McKeck can't hear. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so uh, just as a quick reminder, in your session zero, Cryon, mm-hmm. um, they they had asked you to, to look into the, the music box, and the person that might have information about that is someone named Kalia. Kalia. Which is, which is McKeck's sister who he's looking for now. Okay. Okay. Just in case, yeah, I wanted to make sure yes. So we have a call we have a common <laughs> interest. Connection. Yeah. I definitely Yeah. That name definitely were, um slipped me by. I was I was in the middle of calming down the horses at that point. But um You're good. Yeah, you're good. Yeah. So and and they had asked you to find out what they know and probably kill them. <laughs> okay. Oh, just so you just so you know that that might be a thing you need to navigate at some point. Good to know. Good to know. Alright, I'll bring him back. Nice. <laughs> secrets, 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 secrets. Yeah, Galway, you can put your headphones back on. And Galway and I in the text channel have been trying to figure out to what extent Connie knows like him and his sister. I, I really do think Connie's like, like if it, yeah, I don't know. I don't think he really, I think it's part of his bugbearness that he like kind of looks down on everybody, not just literally, but like, you know, does that, does that make sense, Andy? But like, yeah, oh yeah I guess names, I've seen you around. Like, yeah, names might slip you. And, and relationships probably would too. Like, yeah. you know, there's this person who works at, crown flowers but you may not know exactly their name or their relation to everyone um though you're familiar with them probably as a person especially the idea that i mean family i don't think means much to bugbears sure and and so the idea that that the idea that somebody would opt to like create a family out of somebody who's very different from them um is probably a very foreign idea to connie i love it yeah i think it's cool I think we're good too if we want to go back and yeah I'm good yeah hey you cool cat and kittens out there uh we're back we're having a good time we got some sexy music on and we're gonna level our characters up oh yeah can you dig it 
because um, of the music, you're talking like that? I'm... Because I have problems, I'm talking like that. Uh, so, so, why don't we start with some hit points? Some very sensual hit points. Getting <laughs> weird, Andy. Oh, okay. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Uh, dial it back. This is the first time I've ever been like, I, I don't know that I want to level. <laughs> nah, two's good. I'm fine. Yeah. So... So uh, how I do uh, level up hit points, which is uh, I have my characters roll hit points and then they get to decide whether they keep their roll or if they want me to roll. Nice. Um, so it does play the percentages a little bit here to to avoid like just ones uh, now and then. Uh, so who wants to go first? Uh, yeah, go ahead. I think it's a D8 for a druid. Yeah. Not again. Oof, yours. All right, here's my roll. Oof, a three. Slightly better. Better. Hey, that's good. That's good. Add your constitution modifier to that, and that goes up. You're a bit of a squishy druid. Yeah, but my AC is also great. So. It is. <laughs> Who's next? I can go. I'm also right. a D8. I'm also going to take yours. Please be better than a three. Here's what I rolled. Oh, oh hell yeah. yeah. That's lovely. Boom. A lot better. Um, Kami, you want in on this? Yeah. I'll roll a hit die. It's 12, I believe. Ouch. You rolled a five. Huh. That's a tricky right in one. The middle. I. Yeah. I think I will go with yours. He's a poker okay. player. Here's mine. A four, just a little not, not too bad. All right. Not terrible. Not terrible. Yeah. And uh, Cryon, if you want to give me a, a D eight roll, do do I roll even though I wasn't even though I wasn't hit? Yeah, you're okay. gonna you're leveling up to level three. Give me a some. A D8, oh, this is right? this is not to regain hit points. This is for your hit points to go up, totally. Oh, Roger. Ooh, six. That's pretty good yeah that's out of an eight right i I think i probably will keep that yeah okay so and your constitution modifier is one so you're gonna go up another seven hit points nice beautiful so you are at uh, 21 hit points which is nice for a level three monk that's really nice um you also go up your um you go up a key point so you're at uh three out of three Cool. cool So I'll mark that in your thing. You gain the deflect missiles uh, attribute that you can do whenever you want. That is down on the features and traits side. Sweet. And you can do that literally. That doesn't cost a key point, I don't think. You can literally just, anytime someone shoots at you, you can do that. Sweet. But um, it is a reaction. Yes, It is reactions. You can only do it once. In a, in um, a fight. Off your turn. Oh, yeah. off, your, off your turn. Okay, cool, cool. Yeah. Do we yeah, get yeah, yeah. a short rest hit die when we level up? No, that you only. Uh, oh, yeah, no, you do. Yeah, so you'd go to three and then you'd gain one right now okay. if you want. Cool, thank you. So you're at three hit dice. Uh, Dom, you have three key, mm-hmm. uh, which again you can use for like flurry of blows, patient defense, step of the wind. Um, and then we have to make a, a the big choice for monks. Which is yeah. your monastic tradition? How how exactly did your training sort of 
come about here? Yeah, I see a bunch of options here. Now, is this, yeah. is this, this only happens at level three and then for the rest of the game he sticks with it? This is kind of a big decision to make? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, it'll, it'll, yeah, you'll gain things as you go um, throughout, throughout this, but this will be kind of your, your niche. I'm kind of, kind of, I'm kind of picking my specific skill tree at this point. Is that right? Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. Is there, is there an easy kind of like sentence based explanation of each one of these things? Um, a little bit. So, uh, drunken master is is one that's based on like erratic movements uh and being very loose and flowing in your movements uh you get a little bit more mobility um when you fight with this kind of tradition mm-hmm. jackie chan four elements is a little bit more of the the sort of avatar kind of monk of of you can control like water or or ice or fire or something like that a little bit Ebend. um yeah, Kensei is the kind of monk that that fights usually with a sword of some sort. Mm-hmm. Um, a little bit more kind of crouching tiger, hidden dragonish. Mm-hmm. Uh, the long death is is interesting. It's kind of a dark sort of monk where you have a the touch of death. Whenever you drop a creature to zero hit points within five feet of you, you gain. Uh, hit points from that, like you kind of suck out their soul a little bit. Oh, interesting! I like that. Yeah, open hand. Uh, have you ever seen like Naruto? Uh, no, the anime at all? No, what is that? Yeah, okay. No, it's a it's a fantastic <laughs> anime. It's it's, it's a good, uh, Netflix kind of thing. It's yeah, it's like on Hulu probably or Netflix. How do you spell it? N a r u t o. It's it's basically like Harry Potter ninja. Oh, nice. <laughs> in a japanese setting um but anyway uh so there's there's a a a way of the open hand yeah uh technique um that well like one of the characters in that uses um kind of and this is about uh like kind of controlling your enemy a little bit yeah uh you can like knock them prone or like push them away from you or make it stun them for just like a tiny second Mm. yeah that kind of thing Mm. um so that's kind of fun. Yeah. Uh, shadow. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're a little bit more into the shadow arts. You're a little bit more of a ninja. You can cast a, a couple spells mm-hmm. with this, um, which are all about like subtlety and, and sneaking and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and Sun Soul. Mm. This is uh, This is where basically you have kind of uh, fiery, or we could change the type just a little bit if we wanted to um hits like basically you're whenever you kick or hit someone you can do that like up to 30 feet away Mm. because like this energy just shoots out from you Mm. Uh, if you've ever seen or played street fighter oh yeah that kind of you throw a fire (laughs) you hadouken you hadouken right right. (laughs) you're ryu yeah that's it okay cool well i think i definitely have a few that i've that i've simmered down so the ones the yeah. ones that you didn't mention that have the UA next to them, that's because you have to get to a certain level to get that opportunity. Is that right? What does UA uh, stand for? Those, yeah, the good, good question. The UA is is marked for Unearthed Arcana, uh, mm. and those are not published yet. Those are like uh, the sort of playtesting um, oh, different interesting. traditions. Interesting. Yeah. Um, 
which which means they're not always balanced very well. Right. Um, some are a little overpowered, and some are like, eh, this doesn't isn't quite as fun yet. Okay, cool. Um, well, out of the ones that you mentioned, so, the, I, I think the yeah. the ones that the ones that I seem to be into are either the long death, the open hand, Ooh. or possibly the shadow. Yeah. Um, when you when yeah. you say when you when you say with the with the long death, if I'm next to a character that that dies around me, I get their hit points if they're close to me is that a permanent thing i consistently level up my hit points in that way you you don't gain it forever they're going to be called temporary hit points yeah. so they act a little bit as a buffer or a shield for you for how long um for uh, uh until you take a long rest and then they'll go away all right so the, any form of rest so the long death uh, the long death is rest, not yeah. sounding as cool as it once did um <laughs> yeah i, I I, I don't know. I think the open hand sounds kind of cool. Which, which where, where were you leaning, open hand. Okay. Andy? Like, what was what was your what did you yeah. think kind of fit between my character the, the best? Uh, yeah, it kind of depends. If you wanted to lean into like being sneaky, I might suggest the shadow. If you wanted to lean into the to the sort of erratic, wild, crazy, drunken side, uh, which which I'm not seeing a ton of in Cryon, yeah, um, I would suggest right. like Drunken Master. Yeah, he seems quite um, controlled. But, um, yeah, but yeah, if you want to, if you want to knock your enemies down and push them away and stun them for a second, um, way of the open hand might be really interesting. It's, yeah, it's, if you like that idea, it's what I would have thought for you based on the way you approached that first fight and like the questions you were asking. Right, it makes you a lot better at a lot of the things you were saying. Of like, well, can I stop him from doing something? Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. what the way of the open hand excels at. <laughs> okay, cool. Yeah, that does that does seem a little bit on on um, point for my character. It's either that or the shadow, but the shadow seems a little bit more magic-y, is that right? And it, and we already have kind of two magic dealers in the crew. Yeah, I mean, you, you would cast spells that aren't really hurting other people. You would cast more like a darkness bubble around you or to cast silence where nothing can be heard in a, in a little bit. Ooh, um, very good for sneaky kind of monks, but yeah. That's kind of sexy too. Gosh. Right? <laughs> Should I? They're, they're all good. You also get a teleport at some point. I don't remember what level that is. Sixth, I think, where you can teleport into a shadow. Yeah. Um, You know, I'm going to go with my gut. I'm going to go with open hand, and then maybe at some point yeah. I can I can explore. Like you said, the teleporting thing might be something that is kind of shadow-like anyway, you know? Beautiful. I like it. I'm going to put that in your character sheet, and then uh, I think you are officially leveled up. So in the next time there's a fight and I choose Flurry of Blows, instead of it just being a Flurry of Blows, there's now a few more options to how those blows happen. Is that right? Exactly, yeah. So they'll have to like roll to see if they get knocked down or not, if you want to try to do that. Uh, or they have to roll to see if they get pushed away from you 15 feet. Nice. Um or you just stop any reactions that they might take during their turn, which that was that opportunity attacks when they were doing that. That's what that is. Yeah. yeah. Reaction. Cool. So that can be really, you honestly, this is probably a little harder to remember all these things to play, yeah. but it gives you a lot more options in fights, yeah. which is really good. Yeah. Nice. Beautiful. All right. So that'll be, that's in there now too. All right. Uh, how's everyone else doing? Did we all level up pretty good? Any questions? I'm good. Yeah. 
Connie Ooh. selected the Path of the Juggernaut for his Barbarian class. I love it. What does that do? Uh, it just makes him even stronger. <laughs> basically. Nice. Unstoppable. Yeah. Um, anybody in the Twitch chat who has questions about leveling up or about terms that we use? Because oh, yeah. I know that the first time I was playing, like, I was absolutely baffled by all the terms that kind of got thrown around. So yeah. um, any, if anybody has any questions about that, just let us know and we'll be happy to, to answer. Yeah, we're all we're learning this thing here. It's fun. It's a uh, honestly like if I could be serious for just a moment, like in these times of grave disconnect. I'm not gonna do a voice. Okay. I was gonna say you're <laughs> undercutting your own request. I can't be serious. That's a flaw of mine. Okay, seriously though, there's there's something kind of beautiful about learning a game together, not just playing it, but just kind of all of us learning this on the same page and progressing together. It's, I don't know, just really nice to, to feel in these times of disconnection. Oh yeah. That's cool. So I thoroughly suggest. Here, here. Yeah. I hear that too. Nice. All right. Um, then, Hey, if we're all leveled up, let's uh, jump back into the game. So McKeck, Cryon, Connie, Elif, you've rested now on the side of the road your horses have have uh, uh, chewed on some grass. They they uh, you've patted them down. They're they're not sweating anymore. They're good to go. Um, you have a carriage, I guess, because <laughs> this is now yours. There, it seems like uh, no one is claiming no. You know, all of the uh, guards might be dead that took you out there, except for the uh, knight who had ridden ahead of everyone. He might still be around. How far out from town are we? Do we have any idea of that? Uh, about half an hour then. Uh, you you kind of circled back pretty close to the swamp a little bit again. Um, so so heading about half an hour north along the road will will hit you into the town. So so do you guys think we should like um sneak in or something? I just really don't want to go to jail again. I'm I, and I, I think I think they would probably put us back in jail. Um, also, what was that dog that was chasing us? Not a dog. I, I like the idea of sneaking, for sure. Does anyone have a good handle on the kind of geography of the town? Anyone spent some time there? I know this town like the back of my paw. So what he means is he doesn't know it very well at all, right? Totally. Um, but I grew up there, so I know it pretty well. I also grew up there, and I can also help with the stealth when we're ready to head out. Nice. Yep, I'm all for that. I'm all for getting back into that cell and seeing if I can find that music box. Andy, would I know a back way in? Can I make a roll to see if I know a, like a way into town that would be the least observed? Sure, yeah. Go for it. What roll? That's a history roll. Eight. That's not a good roll. Eight. Uh, honestly, you let Rosie do a lot of the sort of stealth planning of coming in and out of town. So she would know a lot, but not you. Would I have any sense? Because I feel like Kalia and I have probably been moving some carts of, like, supplies more recently, where we might, more specifically, something this big for getting in and out. Sure, yeah, give me a history check. Nice. Nice. Yeah, very good. 
Um, yeah, uh, you you know of a, a farmer um, who doesn't mind if a, a lot of carriages kind of come through um, his farm. He's got a nice little path built up, and there's rarely been any guard presence on that. And that's a, a little bit on the southeast side of town. Um, so, yeah, you're, you can hit it pretty easily. So I think I have a path that we could take, but also as a question, are we wanting to go directly back to the cell at the moment, or should we get some rest first, or...? Just a little worried if we um, take ourselves to a tavern or, or, or somewhere to, to get some sleep that maybe will alert the guards to our presence. I'm not sure. I feel pretty rested, and I think we gotta get our things as soon as possible. But yeah, I, I don't I don't need to rest. I can go for days, just days, only resting for an hour at a stretch. It's amazing, really. It's totally amazing. Hmm. Very well, then. Um, yes, so if we proceed along this route and then eventually branch off a bit to the right, we can get in through the southeastern corner of town. Um, and when we're ready to head out, I think I have a spell that could help us avoid anyone noticing our passing. Oh. Great. Let's do it. Let's get going. All right. So as we're going, I'm going to go ahead and cast Pass Without Trace. Okay. Very nice. Am I, am I the horse whisperer still? Am I, am I at the front working with the horse? If you want, yeah. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not sure. I kind you, of... You know it pretty well, at least, so it wouldn't be hard for you to navigate. Um, if someone else wanted to take the reins, that's fine, too. Well, I, I, I mean, if there's enough... Um, if our proximity is enough that while I'm, while I'm leading the horses back into town, if I can kind of lean over my shoulder and, and ask the gang if, if they know anyone in the village by the name of Kalia. Kalia? Yeah, Kalia. Kalia's my sister. Interesting. Um, and is is Kalia in in town? Is she is she currently? She's been missing for several days. That was why I was arrested. I fear that the Goholnians had something to do with it, and I was yelling for them to give her back. Eventually, they decided I was too much of a nuisance and dragged me into a cell. Uh. But I made them carry me. <laughs> It took four of them. Rugged, damned Gahonians. Okay. Interesting. I think there's a chance that the the music box that I'm looking for has some sort of link to your sister. Mm. Mm. Interesting. That's like two birds with one stone, right? We find her, we find the music box. Yeah, it feels like our missions are becoming more and more entwined. Maybe this is kind of fated in some way. Hmm. <laughs> Perhaps. <laughs> yeah. So you uh, keep traveling along then. Um, oh, by about... the way, I, my name's Connie. We haven't talked about that. We should do it now. I'm Elif. I think I think he keeps calling me Elif, and I've called him Connie, so you probably picked up our names. But yeah, I'm Elif. Nice I, to meet you. It's nice yeah. to meet you guys, too. I, I picked up your names from the guards when they were ordering us around. I didn't feel like it was the best time to introduce ourselves to each other, but my name's Cryon. Good to meet you, Cryon. Name's Connie. Connie B. Demure. 
Used to be sheriff of the town of Burton for ten years, but as Ella consistently keeps reminding us, I was a pretty corrupt one. He was so bad at his job, he was like the worst. Well, you know, I think maybe leaving all of our histories behind us is, is, is going to be the best way for us to achieve our, our mission moving forward. Right, 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 right. Because we're supposed to be friends now. Right. right. I mean, he was the worst in the most nice way possible. He was, he was the worst, um, best, um, um, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, it's nice. fine. Thanks, Aleph. I appreciate it. And, uh, Raphael, what's your name? You're one, of, you're one of them tumble downs, right? Tumble down. I've specified several times and introduced myself to Cryon when he was talking to us through the window. I am Mekek Tumbledown, proprietor oh, yeah. of Tumbledown's Flower Crowns, along with my sister. Yeah, I know that place. Not a lot of, not a lot of crime down there, as far as I could always tell. Interesting. Huh. Gammy tended to take care of the gangs that used to make that area home. <laughs> okay, okay. Alright, well maybe we should get let the DM talk like he was doing before I interrupted <laughs> him. Did are you still suffering from those spear wounds? Yeah, DM I might be. I don't know what I'm talking, talking? about. <laughs> so about twenty minutes kinda of go by and you start to up ahead see the lights of burden uh on this cold evening. Um, but Cryon, as you're as you're uh, reining in these horses and and uh, starting to now peel off the road to to go to where McKeck suggested uh, you enter through the through the um, through the corn and the fields, um, you just kind of take a moment and realize you 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 feel a little bit more at home with these crazy individuals uh a little bit more i don't know a part of something and that's really been lacking mm. for you in a long time mm. um it's kind of nice though uh though you are certainly wary <laughs> of these individuals none of them you know you met them all in jail which is not always a great place to meet friends but yeah certainly yeah you're you're finding some exceptions here um, as you're turning off the road, then, uh, you also see probably a couple horses, um, coming out of town. Um, it looks to be a, a small, uh, squad of guards, uh, of soldiers. Um, and you had passed, um, uh, kind of a, a bloody mess in the, in the, the grass back there. Um, no horses, no, no guards, no bodies or anything, but just, you're pretty sure that's where a lot of the fight went down. And... These soldiers are probably coming out to uh, check on those missing people. But you avoid them completely as you've now turned off the road. Um, so that encounter is next. Good job. <laughs> Four <laughs> pages of notes on that. Never mind. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. It's good. And uh, yeah, you're coming in... Um, kind of through the uh, the fields over on the side of town. Um, and hopefully everyone should be able to uh, see our map of burden here then as well. Yeah. This is uh, not quite to scale. Um, there's 
So we're not as big as three buildings. You're not quite as big as a house here, um, but it, it will position you a little bit. Um, the uh, carriage and the horses are are eventually going to be noticeable, certainly. Um, probably by the time you get out of the fields. Yeah, we here. should stow them behind a tree somewhere. Get moving on foot, I would think, right, crew? Sounds good. Um, how big is the carriage? It's about 15, 20 feet long. If you give me a few minutes, I can also very, very efficiently hide the carriage. Um, <laughs> yeah, let's do that. Why don't, why don't we face it in the direction that we think we might be heading when we leave, Burden? That always seems to help. Do we have a blip on where the cell is in the town? Or do we have to go through the town to get... Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, down here is uh, Burden Prison. Oh, so we don't we don't even need to You're really kind of access on that side of town. the town at all. So if people are okay with spending a couple of minutes, I'm literally going to just use mold earth to dig a giant pit. Okay, nice. Let's do it under the carriage. Okay, cool. Good. Let's let's have the carriage facing away from the town as well, just in case we need a sharp exit. Do you know what I mean? It's going to be entirely buried. <laughs> but facing the right oh, way. Okay. Maybe we can magic it up. Yeah, you'll just have to. So you Hopefully. see. Yeah. So Macek kind of describe your mold earth uh, on the carriage. You've un you've unleashed the horses here. Yeah. So I'll, you'll sort of see Macek reach up and like pull a flower down out of his flower crown, um, twirl it between his fingers, and as he does so dirt sort of from the center of the carriage, underneath the center of the carriage, just keeps moving up and forming walls, and just more and more is pouring out over time until the carriage is just sort of slowly sinking down. Um, and once it's underneath, the ground will sort of move back over it and then tamp down a bit. There. Nice and secure. Hopefully no one tries to grow anything on that. Hmm. <laughs> What'd you like to do with the horses? Hmm. Can we? Should should we tie them to a tree? What What do you guys think? In a nice way, I mean. <laughs> but, but what if What if another dog comes? What if the dog was after the horses, and not us, it was just specifically after the horses, not a dog. and it comes and gets the horses? Is the farmer actually like here? Yeah, you see some lights on in the farmhouse. Yeah. Um, do I think that he might be interested in uh, picking up a couple of horses, no questions asked? Or do I think that if the guards then noticed them, that might be a little bit too much? Yeah, you think the carriage would be very noticeable by the guards, but probably not the horses. There's nothing on them really marking them. Um, and there are, again, a lot of horses. And, and they're just draft horses, you said. Like, they're, yeah. not like yeah. they're not like riding horses or very specifically bred, like, knights horses. Right, right. Yeah, you could go ask him. Perhaps we could uh, leave them with the farmer here. Sounds like a plan to me. All right. Um. So yeah, you uh you head up to the the farmer's place, uh, and as you're as you're getting up there, uh, the front door sort of slams open, and an uh, old elf with a crossbow. Um, pops out and out and he says, "What are you doing? What you got? What you got there?" Eh? Do you do I know this farmer's name? Yes, Mythenmir. 
It's me, Myth and Mirror. Well, well, uh, well who, who is who's me? Well, what are you doing? How is Doc. How many giant... You're an elf. <laughs> how many giant turtles do you know? Uh, only four. Only two I like. <laughs> well, that told me that you dislike half my family, and I'm not prepared to ask if I'm included in the group you like. Oh, it's Macaque, isn't it? Oh, Macaque, you're fine, you're fine. I like you. Well, what can I, what can I do for you? And Hugh, I'll lower the crossbow then. We just, uh, were coming back into town, and I noticed a couple of horses wandering on the road. Thought perhaps you might, uh, have some use for them. Well, me and my boys, we sure would. Yeah, good horses, it seems. <laughs> and then his eyes kind of lock on you, Cryon. And he squints. Ah, yeah. Slumming it with some of the high races, aren't you? Interesting. Cryon might lean over to McKeck and, and whisper under his breath, ask him if we can gain access to his field so that we can get a little closer to the cell and then bows in an honorable way towards the farmer and gives him a nice friendly smile uh, I don't know if I trust uh, halflings in my crops <laughs> oh we're just passing through I met them on the road as I was Gathering some supplies, you know? Just yes, going to take the normal yes. route, if that's okay? Saw the horses, oh, thought I, you might enjoy them. Of course. No, I, I know it rightly. Uh, yeah, your sister actually just asked if uh, the route would be open for tomorrow night. Kalia did? Yes. Well, she sent word, at least. I said, yeah. Route would be open tomorrow. If you need it tonight, too, oh. that's fine. Interesting. Uh, McKeck, can you just ask what what's happening tomorrow night? Did she did she mention why she needed the route tomorrow? I don't remember any shipments. Oh no, no, she didn't. She just uh needed uh needed a, my good wide path here. Something big coming in. Oh, interesting. Something perhaps big and secret. Perhaps, Weird. Perhaps I. Perhaps I missed some some notes, uh, but thank you for your assistance. Oh, no problem, no problem. Head on out. I'll uh, me and my boys will take care of the horses. <laughs> mm, very good. Yes. Mechanic, right. your back. Watch that halfling. Make sure he don't pick your pocket. We're gonna watch him real good. And hey, by the okay. way, maybe if we need horses, we can uh, come back and grab those off of you at some point, huh? Wow. Yeah, I suppose. Just give me a bit of warning first. Might be out in the fields. Sure thing. Yeah. He'll uh, walk on in the sort of creaky door slam shut. Oh, God, I was so close. That's okay. Um, I, as he, Well, as he turned, I was going to do a quick pickpocket sleight of hand check, but he, he, he left too fast. <laughs> he left too fast. He's a farmer. He's probably, he's probably got carrots and turnips in his pocket. You know, it's probably not, probably not worth it. I'd let you roll it if you want. We can do that. Let's, let's, try, let's try a quick pickpocket check. I just wonder right. if maybe... Access to the farmhouse tomorrow night might in some way benefit 
cry on. I'm not sure, but, you know, okay. always giving yourself options. Okay, let me roll my sleight of hand. All right. Uh, That's uh, a two. Two rolled, a seven total. Oof. Uh, yeah, as you kind of get up on the porch right behind him, uh, as he's turning to walk in, you the there's a creak in the wood. Um, and, and he flips around, honestly, very quickly for an old man, uh, grabs your hand. I knew it. Dirty, sneaky little halfling. I'm sorry, guys. That was a shame. Do much better than that. (laughs) If you want old Mithenmere's pockets. Um, (sighs) well done, Mithenmere. You got them again. (laughs) <laughs> there's no way I can save that right I can't roll a die to kind of say no you something you had a, you had a Ooh. you had a thread you had like a like a thread a loose thread on the side of your trousers <laughs> I was just trying to help you out with I don't <laughs> yeah yeah you can yeah you can tell him that what, what? he's like oh you're lying whatever yeah, get out of here right, fine watch this one watch this one we'll do myth and mirror <laughs> and then he'll turn and go in. Sorry, you dudes. I kind of blew that opportunity. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was great. Totally By the way, cool. D&D is the best when, it, when things go wrong. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I liked it. It kind of backed me into a corner and I was like, ah, well, there you go. <laughs> so, yeah, so if you're you're free to uh, head into town uh, in this direction, if you want. Mm. What are you up to, Callie? Mm. Uh, so if it was about a half an hour into town, uh, we still have a half an hour of Pass Without Trace up. Beautiful. Yeah. If you want to be sneaky at this point, um, you can all give me stealth rolls and we will add 10 to them because of McKeck's uh, spell. You also just don't leave tracks. Yeah. I rolled an 11, but with McKeck's spell, smell, 21. Spell, it's a yeah. 21. Good job. I fumbled. Oh, oh no. no. Which, which is still uh, a 10. And still leaves no tracks and can't be traced except by magical yeah. means. A 16, which is a 26. Let's see if my die rolls uh, shows up this time. Yeah. I feel like it's not going to. Oh, it did not. It. A 10. Oh, that's a shame. I see it. You you see the die? Yeah. Oh. Uh, yeah. If you, if you want, maybe you can go out of roll 20 and come back in. Maybe it'll start showing up again. Yeah, like, like reload the page, maybe. Yeah. Okay, I'll do that. But still, a 10. You got a 10. Uh, and with a 20, then, total uh, for your stealth there. Not, not um, too shabby. Yeah, not too shabby. So, yeah, you've left the carriage behind. Heading into town. Um, McKeck, you don't feel too dexterous or... <laughs> I generally don't. Here. Uh, and, but you also don't feel there are many people looking for you yet. Um, so you kind of sneak through the the tall corn, or, or I'm sorry, not the corn, the the kind of husks of corn at this point um, that that are being grown around here. It's still pretty muddy in the fields. Um, when isn't it? But you pop out the other side, and you're uh, not too far away from the prison. What is it you'd like to do? Just keep going to the prison, or? We should make some kind of distraction. Get the guards out of there so we can go in and look around for our things. Well, I like that. Perhaps I can start a fire. I like that. Yeah, starting a fire sounds great. Great, 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 uh, great, great. I 
will start a fire um, 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 on one of the Gaholian's houses, right? Because I don't like them. They're jerks and they're occupying our town. And they're just like mean little overlords. So is there a house nearby, Andy, that I know belongs to somebody who's a high-ranking Gaholian? <laughs> um, j- uh, like into town a little bit? Uh, y- Yes. <laughs> you know that a couple of the officers have been staying at one of the nicer houses, um, kind of up the street a bit into town. Um, if you wanted to do that, you are more than welcome. I do want to do that. So can I, <laughs> can right. I kind of sneak over there? Yeah. Connie is not a fan of the Gahonian army, so he's not going to voice an objection to this. That's it. That's all I'll say. <laughs> <laughs> Given that you specify specify that you're an explosives specialist, yeah. are you able to set a fire that will not burn down any related houses? I mean, there, there's like no guarantees, right? Fire does the thing once it's going. It's just fire, 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 fire. Uh, you guys thought I was fire. the chaotic one. You really do remind me of my gammy. Um, maybe we set a fire. I don't know. Outside of town, that doesn't result in people's homes being burned down. Hmm. <laughs> but, but how is that disrupting the power structure? <laughs> okay. um, it's more that it doesn't set anyone who's already disadvantaged home on fire. <laughs> I, mean, I don't think any like disadvantaged people live by the rich people, right? That's not generally how things work. So I'll just burn their, the officer's houses down. It'll be great, great. This is exactly what she was like when I was sheriff. I feel that I've lost control of this situation and will um, just generally yield. <laughs> Elif, give me another stealth check then. Uh, Pass Without a Trace is still on, I think, while you're within 30 feet. But no, effect... it's permanent. It's, oh, cool. not perm- okay. it's not permanent. It's They have to be within like, 30 feet of me. When you cast it? Yep. Each creature I choose within 30 okay. feet of me. Beautiful. So I guess a 20. A 20 then. All right. You feel you can get uh, right up in here into town. There's a small uh, pointed black iron gate kind of in the front, but it's only like four feet high. You could easily jump over that and get in to kind of the grounds itself. So I'm going to, how close am I to the building out here? Uh, Outside the gate is still about 20 feet away. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to get over the gate then. All right. You uh, hop over the gate. Nothing happens. And (laughs) then I'm going to use my explosive specialist background feature, which is a custom feature, to examine the structure um, to determine where the weak areas are and how explosions will impact it. Nice. (laughs) Yeah, give me an intelligence check. Connie's familiarity with kind of general jail cell places and maybe the way the army works, there's no chance that... So that'd be a 17. ...that our (laughs) things are in the house that she's burning down, right? Probably not. Yeah, you you would guess that they'd keep everything in the prison itself. Yeah. Okay, just making sure. All right. Can I also, with that check, determine how to best set the explosives so that... (laughs) I do not, so that is least likely to impact other structures with a 17. Uh, yes. Uh, keep in mind, you don't have your explosives on you. 
or any right. like kit. You have the ability to items. make a fire, and you have okay. you know that on this side of the house is is um uh the kitchen where they would probably keep uh, some of the oils and stuff. That's kind of your best bet here. And do I think with my intelligence check of 17 that if I just started a fire in the kitchen, it would probably not spread to other buildings before they put it out? Right. It would be very nasty for this building, um, but shouldn't spread super fast. Yeah, is what you believe. Okay, so I want to try to do that. So I think I can do it with um, produce flame. It doesn't technically have a range, but I can put the flame in my hand and then hurl it at a creature within 30 feet of me. So it's up to you if I can hurl it at an object. Or maybe like a a rat running into the kitchen or a cat. I'm going to click it and put it. I'm not doing it yet. I'm just putting it in text so you can read it. Never mind. I'm not because I didn't turn that setting on. So it just looks like I did it. Andy. Andy's disappeared. Yeah, and the last the last sentence Andy was saying, Ghana got cut off too, so I'm wondering hey, Andy. how he's doing. We may have lost our North Star. Oh no. I, I still see him in the Discord. Uh, but this seems like maybe an internet problem that is taking some time to shake out in situations like this when the dungeon master goes rogue uh, are the characters able to like just basically steal anything they want from houses and taverns (laughs) normally the way we normally the way we prefer to do this is as soon as he gets back on we're like so great news andy we found the music box we found kalia we are safely well the fuck away from burden also we found like ten thousand gold pieces it was amazing thanks brilliant we out brilliant uh, yeah, basically, teacher leaves the room and we uh, we go nuts. We can do whatever we want. It's a shame we can't move our characters around at this point and have them, like, jumping off rooftops and doing flips in the town square and stuff like that. Well, we might be able to do that. We can move our characters. Okay, I'm just... Uh, he is officially, he's officially disconnected, which is honestly a good sign because it means yeah. that, like, reality is catching up to he's on, he's on his, way his back. internet. Well, it's also a good sign because it means that he hasn't just, like, had to flee, like, his computer or something because of something going on in real life. Yeah, yeah. It's way more likely that he just got cut off by internet. Uh, we can give him a second and answer some questions from people in chat. Well, I also, we... I had a question at this point. Oh, Lenny, yeah. Or a D&D question. Lenny, yeah. you threw a... You threw a 15 on your intelligence check, but you said that it was a 17. So where do those other two points come from? Um, yeah, so the check I was making was an intelligence check with proficiency, mm-hmm. but my proficiency wasn't automatically added in, so I added in my proficiency bonus. Uh, and that would be a two, right? Oh, now. same as me. I have a proficiency bonus of two. So mm-hmm. anything that you roll that has a level of skill associated with it, you add your proficiency bonus. Is that right? Yep. Only if you're proficient in it, um, oh. but I am proficient. And, and most of the skills will it will auto do it. Like for stealth, if you're proficient in stealth, it will auto add in your proficiency yeah. bonus. It's just this is a custom made skill that we did, so it didn't auto add. Nice, it. wow! The, this the thing goes thing. deep, you guys. Yeah. I mean, yeah. the other thing about that is as you level up, 
as we yeah. get higher levels, yeah. that proficiency bonus that you can see is uh, two yeah. um, will start going up. Mm. So, like, right now, McKeck has a plus five to his insight from his wisdom score yeah. and the fact that he's proficient. When his proficiency bonus goes up to three, he'll have a plus six to insight. Right. So it sort of is meant to represent the you get even better at things. Right, right. When, when you guys, I mean, you've been playing D&D for such a long time, you guys. When you guys gain, let's say, one point in one of the big things, what's the one that you're jonesing to get that point in more than anything else? Like, what, what do you think makes, makes it the most exciting when someone says, oh, you just leveled up one in this thing? That's a good question. Mm. Um, I think it depends on... Like the character on the character build and what kind of character you're trying to 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 create and play um right. yeah and like mechanically it can also um different different classes use different abilities so like you're a monk you use a lot of dexterity yeah and you use a lot of wisdom so those would both be really good for you um McKeck is a druid uh he uses wisdom um Elif is a warlock she uses charisma so there's kind of mechanical questions around that and then i think the other factor for me is uh exactly as, as adam was saying what kind of character are they mm. so McKeck I intentionally, when I made McKeck, didn't make his charisma very high. I had points that I could have assigned to it, but McKeck just isn't that charismatic. Um, he's a nice guy, yeah. he's, but he's not sort of a, a rah-rah leader. He's not a really striking person, uh, but I put more points in intelligence because he's actually quite smart. Like He, he knows how to... Uh, he knows herbalism, he knows medicine, he studies a lot. So it's like, that felt better. And if you were going to say something welcome to me, back, hey, Andy. welcome back. Hey, what's up, Andy? But if you're going to say something to me, like, get bonus attribute points, not in wisdom, you know, not not mechanically, just flavor-wise. For him, it would probably be intelligence. Right. Because he, just, he studies a lot, and that fits better for him. Right, it's all very character-specific, yeah. Um, so Andy, you're back. Yeah, I'm I'm back. Where did we leave off? We had just gotten Kalia and the music box, and we're leaving town. I described Elif's death very well. <laughs> yeah, okay. Wow. Damn it, he's countering us. <laughs> <laughs> Why Elif? What's the highest level any of you guys have played at? Ooh, good question. Thirteen. I think I've yeah, thirteen. Is, Which is where our other it's, it's, campaign is. Is there a max out level currently on D D? 20. 20. Oh, wow. You guys are quiet. When you get to 20, you're basically like a god. Right. But that, that takes a long time. Yes. Wow. It does, yeah. Yeah, levels start slowing down a lot. Um, Probably around like, I'd say around like maybe 5th or 7th, it starts slowing down. Yeah. So it takes a long time to get to high levels. Wow. Level 13 characters must be fun. They must have so many tricks in their arsenal. They do. It is yeah. definitely a ton of fun. So I was asking Andy if I can use, and I know it looks like I rolled Produce Flame, but I wasn't. I was trying to put the text of the spell in chat, and then it doesn't actually have the text of the spell turned on, so I turned it on. But I was asking if I can use Produce Flame as a ranged spell attack um, through, like, a window in the kitchen to set off an explosive. 
Yes, yeah, you can you can do that. I wasn't rolling at that time either. I was putting the text in because it says so I it says you can um hurl the flame at a creature at a creature within 30 feet of you. But then it also says make a ranged spell attack. So you're cool with it? Yeah, we'll we'll use that as the ranged spell attack to kind of hit the oils in the in the window. You see. Okay. So do I need to sneak up to the kitchen or just are we gonna through this and not make me yeah. make any stealth rolls. No, you're you're pretty much on the corner of the house and which is the kitchen itself. So um yeah you raise yourself Sweet. up through the window, uh create a flame in your hands, hurl that into the window and then you slam into the the oils, knocking it over, catching everything on fire. One whole wall just immediately goes up in flames. Uh, and you very quickly turn to to bolt. And as you see coming in the front gate, then, um, one of the knights of the Goholnian army. Can I try to duck out of sight really quick? You sure can. Give me a stealth roll. A 22? 32. That's plus another 10, right? Plus so 10 30 32. Guys. Yeah. He's, he immediately doesn't see you, um, but hears some screams from inside the uh, the building. And so he immediately rushes uh, to the door and um, tries tries the, the doorknob, but it's locked. And so he starts kind of slamming his shoulder into it um, and then immediately starts yelling, ah, help, help, fire, fire. Okay, uh, so I'm gonna- Orton, You can duck around. You're, you're just cloaked in shadow. You're silent. Uh, you can kind of duck back around the corner and out again if you'd like. Yeah, I'm going to do that. I'm going to, as I'm going, once I'm far enough away, whisper quietly to myself, <laughs> fight the power. <laughs> <laughs> um, Connie's looking at the fire go up and he kind of mutters to himself, damn, it's pretty cool when you're in on it. Huh? Right? That's so awesome. Anyway, distraction mm. as you all request. Just like Gammy Let's used to get do. Let's get a box. Let's let's get in there, you guys. So at this point, no guards. We can we can get in front or back of the prison. Right. So uh, the guards from the prison seem to immediately have have uh, taken up the call um, and and have gone away. All right. Uh, you are. I mean, I'm just right now kind of putting you toward the front of the the prison, but you are able to kind of go where you need to here. And for reference, on this map. Our cell was the northeastern cell. Yes. Um, the three of us, uh, ex- excepting Cryon, um, didn't really see the other cells or have any real interaction with those. No. no. Um, and do we know where our stuff was put? You. I mean, like, yeah. McKeck was just in his shell and was like conscious the whole time. Yeah, you you they took your stuff away and put you in the cell and then took it somewhere. But it's probably I mean it's not a very it's only like a few areas that it could be. It's not a very large prison. Okay, okay. It's a jail meant to basically just hold people until you hang them. <laughs> it's not a place to keep people long term. Yeah, let's just, let's just start looting you guys. Um my only my only proviso is if you guys see anything that looks like a a box of any kind a music box you know what those things look like just give me give me a shout 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and if any of you see a goddamn Tinder box with the initials VL on it, that's mine. Let's go. Oh, okay. Honey really runs in. I really in. like Tinder boxes because they make Tinder, but okay. <laughs> All right. Um, so the the guards have even left open the uh, kind of uh, gate here. Um, you're able to get down to this level easily. There is no guard down here. Um, uh, through the first ga- gate here, um, but there is a guard uh, up here, um, kind of wandering around, doing the rounds still. So there's at least one guard still in here. One guard on their own? It does appear so. Let's, let's mess this fool up, you guys, and we can just put him in prison. <laughs> <laughs> Anyone want to? Um, anyone want to take the lead on that one? Or maybe I maybe I made a bad call, but I just think let's beat him up and lock him in a cell. And Crown, you know that the the keys to this gate right here uh, are hanging on the wall right above where that guard was sleeping earlier. Right, I have a set of keys, but they only open manacles, right? Right, you have one key, yeah, that has only oh, open manacles. Uh, okay, so uh, yeah, let's let's. let's Connie grab still that, has grab a key keys. on him that opened his manacles, but just saying. Let's. Uh, I'll. I'll grab that set of keys is that, if I can. Is that is that a roll or is that just something yeah. I can do? No. Yeah, you just do that. Uh, and if you want, you can open the door here. Connie so far is in, has been in stealth mode. So, but so we'll see what Crying uh, wants to do. Sounds like he's in fighting mode, which is totally cool. <sighs> One god. So we're, basically, stealth mode means completely invisible, even when we're out in the open. Is that right? Not necessarily. It's just more. It's more just what Connie's kind of mo has been so far. He's like peering in. Um, he's not really in fight mode yet, but it, it like he's a bugbear, so he will get into fight mode very quickly <laughs> if it's necessary for sure. Um. Yeah, these guys. Th- these guys lock me up in a cell. There's only one of them. I, I feel like I I might want to return the favor. Yeah, I, you do I, you. I, I yeah. I, oh yeah. I feel like I. <laughs> Feel like maybe I uh, I take a run at this guy and and give him is is this is there some sort of kind of surprise monk hit that takes place when you're in stealth mode or something? Not necessarily. There's a there's a um, there's a surprise round basically kind of where mm. where you initiate combat uh, and that means you can just run up to him and start hitting if you want. I would also say that if if Cryon seems like Cryon's like we should just go knock this guy out. Uh, McHeck will sort of be like, hmm, okay. Uh, and I'm going to use Wild Shape and turn into a wolf again. Yeah. Ah, nice. okay. okay. Not, not really sure why Cryon is, is leading the charge when I've got two pretty pretty, pretty <laughs> tanky characters with me, but I just think he still has a he still has a little bit of a chip yeah. on his shoulder after they, they right put on. him in a cell, you know? <laughs> Honestly, yeah, like, no, if Cryon, like, is coming up and getting the keys... And like muttering, like let's take this guy out. Connie is immediately on board. Yeah. All right. Crown, you uh, you unlock the door, creak it open, uh, and rush the guard. I guess. Yeah. All right. Um. Yeah. Go ahead and give me an attack. Uh. You don't have a weapon, so martial attack. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, a 19 martial attack. Woo-hoo! Yeah. Uh, yeah, you immediately kick seven damage uh, into this guy. Uh, he's so surprised. He's, ah, what the? Um, and if you want, 
Cryon, you can make that second attack, or you could flurry of blows into two attacks. Do we know how much it's going to take to to knock this guy out? Do you know that before a fight, or is that kind of something that only you know? You don't. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You don't know it. I do. <laughs> so he looks pretty hurt already. You you jump in the air and kick him across the face, and his eyes have gone fuzzy. <laughs> it may not take too much more. Yeah, I'll, I'll chance another... Uh, attack if you could if you could do it for me since I'm right. still in a loading pattern yeah no worries just as a note you can also declare that you just want an attack to knock someone out instead of killing if you want to that is an option oh nice so moving forward if my if I'm only looking to kind of incapacitate someone you can say that instead of killing yeah. them good to know yeah, you kick him straight in the face that first time uh, and as you're sort of coming down again you like try to elbow him like straight in the gut, uh, but his his armor uh, prevents much damage. Um, that's an eleven and it misses. Uh, but uh, Connie Wolf, Wolf Elif, bite, Wolf bite, yeah, whoever else wants to to get uh, in. On this. Wolf has pack tactics, so I have advantage on attack rolls against creatures if one of my allies is within five feet of it. Beautiful, and the ally is not incapacitated. Cryon is bite. Bite? Bite. Oh, God, so many bites. <laughs> Too many bites. 16. Only one bite. Yeah, 16 hit. 16, and uh, the wolf is trying to just knock out. Cool, okay. Uh, so 16 hits. Yeah. Seven piercing damage. All right. Uh, yeah, as Cryon elbows him in the in in the gut, uh, doesn't quite penetrate the damage, the wolf just jumps on him <laughs> and takes him down, uh, starts to bite into him, and the guy passes out very quickly. Um, that's it. He is uh, incapacitated. Catch up, catch up. Is this jailhouse, is it basically the same jailhouse that's been, it's been here for years, right? You were described it as like sinking into Many the mud. Years. Yeah, yeah. Like almost one of the first buildings in the town, yeah. You'd so he's familiar, familiar with it. He would know maybe where the traditional spot would be to keep prisoners' yeah. uh, belongings, right? A hundred percent. You even know of a secret little compartment just above the bench over here, that uh, where they store some of the good stuff. So Connie's going straight for for that, and in addition uh-huh. to his regular belongings, he will take extra, maybe even a dangerous amount of time looking desperately for that tinderbox. If it's not here, he will look at yeah, other places for it. Yeah. Uh, as Cryon, then, as you kind of um, uh, leer over the body of... of leer is not the right word. Uh, I was gonna say, what? <laughs> I feel like you're projecting a little onto, like, burbage onto him. <laughs> there we go. Loom as Cryon looms over the body of the guard in front of him. Um... Two wolves uh, in this jail cell start to go crazy, barking, <laughs> snarling at you. Um, and then a, a LF, you sort of see a no-legged goblin uh, has kind of crawled over to the edge of the, the jail cell as well. Uh, and he says, Ah, what are you doing up there? Starting fires, creating chaos. Where are your legs? Are you okay? See a hobbled I'm, goblin? I'm fine. A hobbled goblin? Hmm? Hmm? Sure. Ba-dum-tsh. If you're there, where are the birds gonna be? What birds? If you're there, where are the birds gonna be? 
Uh, I don't know. In my hair, it's a lot of hair. I have a lot of hair. It's a big hair. You took the place of the birds, and the birds are no longer here. I have no idea what you're talking about. Is that why you're in jail? Because you're crazy. Is it an elf? Is that is that what you said? An elf? It is a goblin. A goblin? Is he in yeah. the same cell as the wolves? He is, yes. Mm, okay, it's a shame. I'm moving my McKeck token up because I don't have sight on wolf. Oh, okay. Yeah. So... Um, yeah, McKeck, you also see a, a couple kobolds in this cell. Um, they sort of rush up, and one of them points to Cryon and says, He didn't pay for my drink. And then he passes out drunk. Oh, I know oh. these guys. I am still in wolf form. Okay. So... You also see uh, a very old, um, well, not very old, but an older-looking orc uh, battle-scarred across him uh, wander up to the edge of his uh, jail cell as well. Um, Connie, you're, you're reading around in that, that area. There's nothing in here uh, at the moment because it seems like the Goholians didn't know that this was a thing. Um, and you're looking around then Elif as well uh, and Cryon looking around all the benches and stuff, you find your um, packs and your weapons pretty easily. Sweet. Yeah. Uh, there do seem to be co- a couple packs of, of some of the other people in jail, but um, that's up to you if you want to take those. Uh, do we get a chance to look inside them before we take them, or it's just kind sure. of a shot to take the pack? Yeah, sure. Give me an investigation check. I, you know, I wish I could. No. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm, I'm just looking at a determining scale sizes loading menu. Oh, man. So I think oh, you're going to have to roll yeah. for me, Andy. No worries. I got you. I got you. All right. Investigation. It's going to be a 19. Boom. Very nice. Yeah, so Cryon, then you... You search a few of the packs um, easily. Some some of it's just obvious. One of them's a kobold pack, which has basically a small little cage filled with scorpions and uh, butter that's gone very, very bad. Um, one of them uh, you, you see has um, a, a, a town of burden badge in it, um, as well as uh, a crossbow and some bolts. Um, you're not finding any of uh, any music box, um, though, Connie. You do find uh, the Tinder box. I find the Tinder box. Yes, or, or really, Cryon finds it and hands it to you. Or if he if he does, I suppose I should assume that. <laughs> I will certainly do that. I'm right. obviously not too right. interested in the butter. Are the, are the scorpions in a? <laughs> They're in their own little box. Yeah, like a, a really frail little tiny bird cage. It looks like. Yeah. I'm. I think I'm gonna take the scorpions. Okay. Um, crossbow? Is it? It's. Uh, yeah. Is that an interesting thing for Cryon to take? He's not necessarily an archer by any means, right? Not super. I mean, you know how to use them, and you're decent at them. But. Okay, I'll take the I'll take the crossbow and the arrows, and yeah. then I'll I'll just. Desperately keep looking and shout. Anybody seen a box? You know, music box. This is why we came here. Anyone seen anything like that? What about that table over there? Yeah, as you uh, kind of rush to the other table to check that out as well, 
they're there you just have your your supplies and it seems like some of the supplies of the other people in here um connie as you hit over here to this table as well uh you hear a voice from the far um jail cell uh and it's well if it isn't connie demure uh, How you doing, your best? Do I know that voice? Can I walk around, peer into the cell? You know that voice, uh, as Vern. What? Someone you thought maybe was dead? Vern Loris, you son of a bitch! I thought you was dead. Connie, why don't you try to get me out of here? What you say about that? Well, shit. Well, shit. So, this ain't a place for an old orc like me. Um, you know that. Okay. Now, this is where. <laughs> Did I specify anywhere in my writings what he was? I don't believe so. I guess I didn't. And my... Yeah, I, if I didn't, that's my bad. So, okay. Vern is an orc. <laughs> You're not, like, doing some weird shit. In my mind, he was a furball. Yes. But if he's, a, if he's oh, an orc, okay. it's fine. Yeah, it's a, yeah, I think it worked. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, this this is the, well, the one you knew from years ago. The one who took... A, who ousted me from my sheriff position. Indeed. You also were pretty sure he was dead. Yeah. And okay, how? <laughs> I don't want to slow down this to a halt at right at the end of the episode. Yeah. But like, how did Connie know that he was dead? Like, what was the story behind that? Like, I thought the Gahonian army. I thought Vern kind of resisted their occupation of yep. of the town and of the jailhouse. Did I? Was that just? Did I hear that from somebody, or did I see the body, or what? You went to the public hanging. Uh, where they hung Vern. All right, Vern is hold. Your Connie is holding the tinder box that used to be Vern's. Yeah, that Vern had given him years ago when they were still kind of on speaking terms, and he's looking back and forth between the tinder box and Vern, and he turns to like the others, Elif and anyone else is there, and he's like, "I rightly don't know what's going on. That man." He's supposed to be dead. But obviously he's not. So um, maybe he just maybe just didn't take. Sometimes death doesn't take, right? Can I ask this Vern a question that only Vern would know the answer to? You sure can. However, why don't uh, all of you take out your earphones for just a minute? Um, All of us? I'm gonna talk. Str- I'm gonna talk straight to the audience here. Okay, oh. head, headphones off. Headphones I'll, uh, off. Okay. Yeah, I'll, I'll type in the chat when you can come back. Sounds good. Sounds good. As the group is in the prison, finding all of their old things, way across town, on the northern parts. There is a very large barn. It uh, has been used for storage for a warehouse for a very long time. And 
Not recently has it stored many, many things in it. However, on this crisp, cold fall night, Kalia steps through the main entrance of this place, dragging a very large, heavy uh, tote filled to the brim with grasses and haze, drags it across the barn, sets it down in front of one of the very large stalls. And Kalia looks up and the incredibly massive elk horns reaching three stories high almost as it raises itself up to its full height and then back down to eat and gobble up the grasses that she's brought it. As it does this, she pats the side of its massive head. And she says, You're gonna be okay. I'll make sure of it. I have a brother that's looking for me. He can help. All right, and why don't uh, we bring everyone else back? That'll be the end of the episode. Are you back? Hello, hello. Who's back? Hey, all right. Hello, hello, hello. Ooh, so now the now the chat's got some info that you guys don't. Interesting. All right, so uh, hey, that's going to end us on this evening's Dom and Dragons. We wish you an excellent evening. Good night. Bye, friends. Good night. Good night, everybody. Woo. Yeah. Bye. <laughs>This has been Dom and Dragons, presented by Helpful Goat Gaming. If you enjoyed what you heard and want to hear more, check out our main Dungeons & Dragons campaign, The Fates of Rin, in the Goats & Dragons podcast feed. You can also check out our other podcast, Helpful Goat Presents, where we play one-shots, shorter campaigns, as well as have conversations about D&D and role-playing in general. You can follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Helpful Goat. And if you want to hear us play live, you can follow and subscribe to us on Twitch at twitch.tv helpfulgoat. You can also chat with us and other Helpful Goat fans in our brand new Discord or donate to our coffee page to help us keep creating content by clicking the links in this episode description. And last but not least, please consider rating and reviewing us on Apple Podcasts, Podcast Addict, or Stitcher. We are a small independent game design firm and would really appreciate the support. Thank you so much for joining us, and we'll see you next time.